Intel lied, or did they? Kingdom Hearts 4? And Intel, also bad, not good with CPU. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. We're going to start off today talking about the fact that Intel really, really tried to launch their Arc Alchemist GPUs in Q1 of 2022. And instead of delaying them and instead of saying, hey, we're not quite ready, what they did was they pushed off the desktop graphics cards and then said, hey, our uh, laptop ones are launched as of March 30th, 2022. But it turns out they're not going to sell them to you. You think that launching means that they're actually out on a available. It's not even a paper launch, my friends. They're just they're just not available, okay? They're not even saying that they're available, but no, really, they have nothing except in a weird scenario. So Intel support on Twitter actually said that, hey, uh, Intel Arc GPUs uh, in laptops, uh, second quarter 2022, at the end, did you think that we were going to do Q1 for some reason, even though we said we were releasing it? Why would you think that? It's Q2. What? At the end of Q2. We've been clear as mud this entire time. You're going to get it towards the end of Q2 2022. 22. But then on top of that, turns out, hey, they, uh, they're wrong. It is launching in Q1 2022, but just in South Korea with them saying, hey, uh, sorry for the confusion. We had incorrect information. Samsung systems with Arc graphics are available now in Korea and will scale to other regions. Additional OEMs in other regions will have systems in the coming weeks. It doesn't look like they launched internationally. It doesn't look like they're launching a whole heaping ton of them at all. And that's kind of what the rumor before these came out was kind of indicating towards that Intel's not ready to launch these GPUs. And so the only one that has launched is the one with the very lowest end A350M Intel Arc Alchemist GPU, which is going to set you back roughly 2000 US dollars in case you want to pick it up and bring it over from Korea, which is not a great price, mind you, for what is supposed to be Intel's lowest end. They also didn't even really announce the highest end ones, so it's it's just a high show of them not really being ready for this launch, but trying to stay relevant somehow because NVIDIA is launching GPUs and then AMD is going to be launching new GPUs and then so they wanted to be involved and included and try to make it but they're going to do it at the expense of you believing them in the future because there's no GPU available we obviously have no idea where the high-end ones are coming it's just the low-end ones that they ever even talked about so I don't know what do you think of uh, Intel not really giving you the goods let me know down below in the comments and I'm going to let you know that I woke up to some unexpected news yesterday Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced for the 20th anniversary edition of Kingdom Hearts which I sent a message to our company WhatsApp and I was like, hey, why are we not talking about the fact that Kingdom Hearts is 20 years old? And then it this came out, okay? So they're showing off the way that Kingdom Hearts 4 is allegedly going to look. Obviously, this is a cutscene, but then it's going to cut over to some gameplay. There's the gameplay. This looks starkly different from how a lot of the other Kingdom Hearts have played, but it's not the only one that's being announced. It's not just the mainline title. There's also mobile titles that are going to be coming out, which leave it up to Square Enix to hide important more behind mobile games. But it appears that the demo was actually running on Unreal Engine 4, and the expectation is that Square Enix will upgrade to Unreal Engine 5 for the release of this game, which in case you ever paid attention to that NVIDIA GeForce Now leak that happened many months ago where a whole bunch of games got leaked and that they were coming out to PC, even though the game developers hadn't announced it themselves, Kingdom Hearts 4 was on that list to come out September 30th of next year. And given what Square Enix showed off with Kingdom Hearts 4, that actually seems like a pretty realistic timeline. I would expect this to get delayed a little, probably till holiday 2023, but that is not too bad of a leak, in my opinion. But you know what else is leaking? 
Crypto stonks, Bitcoin's down 1% on the day to be at 42.268. Ethereum is down 1.2% as well to be at 32.24. And Dogecoin is not leaking as much. It's up 4.3% on the day to sit at 15 cents. Well, let's talk about some leaking prices on the hottest tech deals that are out on the internet. Respring you the best tech deals you can find. Let's talk about AMD chips being on sale over on Newegg. 5600X going for 209 right now with a $20 off promo code, which is a pretty good deal. You could also get the 5700X for 289 in case you need eight cores instead of six. And then in case you want to cool that bad boy, Cooler Master has their ML240 Illusion on sale for 8230 over on Amazon, which is a discount of 46%. And in case you need SSD and RAM to combine with that, this Team Group T-Force DDR4 3200 megahertz kit with a one terabyte SSD is going for $140, but you can save 10% by clicking that coupon and that bring it to 126 bucks. And look, I'm ordering raspberries apparently. And you could be ordering some replacement parts for your Google phones over on iFixit. Google and iFixit announcing a partnership for you to repair Pixel devices from the Pixel 2 all the way up to the Pixel 6 Pro, and you'll have an access to a full range of components like batteries, cameras, and displays. All I know is that I've had to repair my Pixel 2 XL like two or three times at this point, replacing the screen, and I've gotten my parts from iFixit, but I'm glad to see that it's an official partnership. It's gonna be in the US, UK, Australia, Canada, and EU countries where Pixel phones are sold. So good on Google for doing like a whole bunch of other companies are doing and making repairability a little bit easier. But let's talk about a company who doesn't give a crap about external repairability. Tesla, they had their opening of the Texas Gigafactory in Austin, Texas with their cyber rodeo thing that they did where Elon Musk said with the opening of this new factory and unlocks a new era in Tesla and the production of their vehicles, specifically the Cybertruck, something I'm heavily waiting on is gonna go on sale in 2023 finally. This was always kind of the contingency plan that Gigafactory Texas had to open first for the Cybertruck to come out, so it's good to see that it's happening. I wish I had my Cybertruck last year like they said I was going to, but I can wait just a little bit while longer. But we're also supposed to be getting the Roadster and the Semi coming out of Gigafactory, Texas as well. But Nissan's planning on rolling out solid-state batteries by 2028. Solid-state batteries provide better charging, better efficiency, and hopefully a better total rollout of electric vehicles to mass consumers. This is something that's been in development by a whole bunch of different battery manufacturers, and Nissan's saying that they're hoping to have their first EV with them by 2028, which is probably when you're gonna get out of bed next if you pick up this motorized gaming bed from Bauhaus, which is a company we've talked about before. They sell the gaming, the, like cubicle things. They've had a gaming bed before, but now it's motorized. And now it's gonna cost you $680 in case you wanna pick it up on Amazon with a gaming mattress over on Amazon Japan, which, I would like it to ship to America, please. But this is what we all need, especially as Elden Ring is out and we're just trying to get by with life. An electric gaming bed specifically made for you, my friend. And Intel made CPUs for you, specifically the 12th gen Alder Lake CPUs. However, investigative reporting is finding that uh, there might be slight warping that's happening and causing an issue with contact between your CPU cooler and your CPU. As you can see here on some of these uh, CPUs that have a little bit of dye on them, they're getting pulled out in different directions because the cooler's not making firm contact with the actual integrated heat spreader on the CPU. And if you watch this video, you can see some light shining through on the CPU, which shows that it's actually not making perfect contact and that there's some wiggle room going on, which is honestly to be expected to some extent. That's kind of what thermal paste is for to help fill, fill in some of those gaps. However, Intel responded by saying, we've received some reports of this, uh, but it's not really a problem. Nobody's having their CPUs break. Deflection's totally normal, to which Tom 
Tom's hardware followed up and was like, um, this could cause issues with like not getting as much thermal headroom and not getting as much boost clock and the CPU not performing up to the best standards that you possibly have. And it, while it might not break the chip, it's not it's not exactly perfect. And it could potentially be caused by the fact that the motherboard is causing the warping and you'd have to add in washers and other things that uh, make the even mounting of the pressure happen. But you're going to read Tom's hardware's follow up questions with Intel about how all of this is working. Essentially, Intel is just saying, yeah, we're aware our CPUs do this. We're aware that our motherboards do this, but we'll continue to monitor the situation. It's not breaking anybody's chips. So, I mean, just fill it with more thermal paste, my friends, just to just squeeze the whole tube in there. You're going to be all right. I mean, it's only going to be five degrees Celsius. It's not going to kill you. Do you have a 12th gen Intel chip? Have you had some bending or warping going on with your stuff? Let me know down below in the comments. I'm going to let you know that this episode of Hot News is over. Go check out yesterday's episode of Meme Review and come join us on Wednesday for the live Meme Review. Love to see you there.